0: I suppose Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition isn't really the big deal anymore that it once was. But tomorrow it hits store stands and, you know, they're still trying to sell magazines. Halima Aden will make history as the first model to wear a hijab and a burkini. In the Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition, not everybody's happy about it. Uh, Yasmin Mohammed joins the show right now. She is a human rights activist and founder of Free Hearts, Free Minds. Yasmin, thanks for joining us. I really appreciate your time today. Thanks for having me, Kelly. I'm happy to be here. Is it safe to say you are less than happy about um, someone wearing a hijab and uh, a burkini in the Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition?
1: Yes, it is very safe to say that. I think that it's important to understand the ideology behind the hijab and the the slut-shaming and the victim-blaming and the rape culture that's behind the hijab and the fact that women across the planet right now are fighting against it. There are women that are imprisoned and even killed for refusing to wear the hijab. Even here in Canada, there was a young girl that was killed, 16 years old, for refusing to wear the hijab. So, you know, I understand that Sports Illustrated is just trying to be, um, you know, diverse and to show different clothing that people can wear when they go to the beach, but it's important to understand that this is not just a benign piece of clothing. It's not just like choosing, you know, to wear a one-piece swimming suit or a two-piece swimming suit. The hijab is forced modesty culture, it is prescribed religious clothing, and Seeing it on Sports Illustrated is absolutely ridiculous. In the same way that it would be ridiculous to see a Mormon woman lying there in her Mormon underwear, or an Amish woman lying there in her prairie dress and bonnet. You know, it's 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 a confusion. This Sports Illustrated is basically soft porn, and now they've got you know you know like a nun in her habit lying there in the water. It's it's a confusing, ridiculous thing that they're not understanding the idea and the danger behind the hijab and what it represents
0: i am not sure if it was halima that mentioned this uh when she was being asked about being the first woman to wear a hijab and a burkini in sports illustrated swimsuit edition but i did read somewhere where someone said you know they didn't see enough um representation of who they were growing up you know uh in magazines so this is something to celebrate and you say not so
1: themselves in the sports illustrated swimsuit models who is represented
0: yeah that's what that was my point i'm like that's not the audience you're not going after young girls
1: right it's like this is n- nobody is represented like there, these women are like a, a infinitesimal percentage of the population are the women that are going to make it on on sports illustrated none of us normal women are being represented on there so the same could be said for You know, we could expand this and keep on going and and talk about, well, you know, what about the Hasidic Jewish women? We don't see them represented on Sports Illustrated either. You know what I mean? Like, this is religious clothing, and it should—why would it be represented in Sports Illustrated? It's it's not the place for it.
0: Is this a case of of the people that put together the magazine um, being naive and confused about what the hijab and— the Burkini represent?
1: Yes, absolutely. I think that that's exactly the case. I think that they think that it's just benign clothing. They think that it's just cultural clothing. And what they're not understanding is that, okay, Halima is from Somalia. My family is from Egypt. We have absolutely nothing in common. Our cultures do not in any way intersect. We don't have the same food. We don't have the same language. Our, we have. We, it is not cultural clothing. It is religious clothing clothing. Women from hundreds of different cultures from all around the world wear the hijab when they have one thing in common, and that is the religion of Islam. This is not cultural clothing like lederhosen or kilt or or something else. This is prescribed modesty culture clothing that is forced on young girls. They're not allowed to go to school unless they're wearing a hijab In countries like Iran, it is forced on women. In countries like Saudi Arabia, women even have to cover their faces. Here, we have feminists that are saying, free the nipple. There, they have feminists that are saying, free the face free my hair like there are feminists fighting over there too and we should be supporting those women and their fight for freedom instead of supporting the tools of misogyny that keep them down
0: do you think sports illustrated is setting a dangerous precedent by um you know uh celebrating or fetishizing the the burkini yeah i
1: don't think that they started the precedent unfortunately it was done many times before them by many other western corporations that are just in a nutshell, ignorance like they don't understand what it is that they're celebrating. There's a big difference between respecting a woman's choice to do whatever she wants to do and to wear whatever she wants to wear, and then to actually celebrate that thing. It's important to remember, too, that most Muslim women in the West don't wear the hijab. Why would they? Because they're free here and they don't have to unless their families are forcing it upon them. But it's not like in the Middle East where it's more like in the 90s, the 90 percentile that women are wearing hijab because it's forced on them by their society. Women want to be free. And Sports Illustrated, The Gap, Marks and Spencer, Barbie, all of these Western corporations pretend that they're all about freedom and feminism and democracy, but then they go ahead and support something that is so incredibly fundamentalist, conservative, religiousness, it, it just does not make any sense at all.
0: You wrote a great piece that's in the Toronto Sun that I would argue people should read. Um, it's uh, Celebrating the Bikini is Betrayal, Not Benevolence. And in, in this article, you say, despite the fact that it's a tool of misogyny seeped in oppression that perpetuates perpetuates rape culture every woman should be feel free to wear it a woman can choose to partake in her own subjugation and that is her right how is this model in the hijab and burkini not afforded that or is she
1: oh of course she see there's again the difference If, if the problem isn't halima wearing a hijab the problem is sports illustrated taking the hijab and putting it on their magazine as if it's something to be celebrated. So the example that I gave in my article is people are free to tattoo a swastika on their neck if they want to. That's their right. But we're not going to celebrate that. We're not going to take their face and put it on magazines and be like, yay, look at them with their swastika tattoo. See, that's the difference. There's a difference between her wearing it And us celebrating that as if it's a positive thing for
0: women in 2019. And when you're talking about a bunch of women, um, don' you know, on the pages of this glossy magazine, the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition, wearing bikinis of all different shapes and sizes, they're wearing items that are fashionable. That is, is that where you draw the line? This is this is not a a, an item that is uh, fashion.
1: Exactly. This is a religious item of clothing and that's what people aren't understanding it's exactly that it's not cultural it's not fashionable it's not just a benign piece of cloth like anything else this is oppressive clothing that is forced on girls against their will from a young age and as women if they choose to take it off they can be abused for it they can be imprisoned for it and they can be killed for it
0: yasmin do you think this is going to backfire on sports illustrated
1: I really hope so. This is what I'm doing here, Kelly. You know, all of these corporations that keep on doing this, I just hope that enough voices speak up in response to them and, uh, and so that, you know, this ignorance, this, this misunderstanding of Islam, which is really, it's the second largest religion on the planet. We have to remember that. People talk about it as if it's some small minority and that's why it's misunderstood. Well, it's time to understand it. It's the second largest religion on the planet, and I think it's important for these corporations before they start making these really dumb decisions to do their homework and to understand what it is that they're doing.
0: And I think it's, it's important to mention you are Muslim.
1: I'm not Muslim anymore,
0: no. Okay, so you grew them. up in a Muslim household, so you know what you're talking about. Yes, absolutely. I was Muslim a lot longer than I wasn't. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us, uh, Yasmin. I'm going to keep your number handy, and we'll probably check in with you again.
1: Great. Thank you so much, Kelly. Cheers.